0: all right guys welcome back to a new episode and yes if you guys have read the title of the episode we are going to be talking about or you know reviewing the movie black panther wakanda forever now this movie i will admit it was a little bit like last minute i was not i wasn't i was really not as hyped to go watch this movie and the thing is that in my personal opinion I think like the hype kind of ended after endgame and i don't want to say it was because you know the pandemic but you know there's these projects that have been coming exclusively for disney plus only and they're starting to be like netflix 2.0 where it's like they're starting to increase the prices on us but you know like most of these shows are starting to come over here and it's like ah you know i'm like i i need something to boost me up and yeah like you know we have robert downey jr and chris evans that you know departed the movie and whatnot and i'm just like i need that kind of hype and then when i saw the the trailer the teaser trailer for black panther i was like i don't have that sense of urgency to go watch this movie and i didn't know why you know like i haven't been going to the movies obviously because i have no life because i'm always focused with school which i'm almost done by the way i literally have a few weeks left for this semester and then next thing you know this next spring semester that's coming up uh in 2023 is gonna be officially my last one and i'll be done with school oh my god i can't believe it but um as i was saying but yes i kind of don't have a life so like there hasn't been any good movies out there that i'm like eagerly to watch and You know we we did review a few uh movies here and there you know especially like thor love and thunder which i think that was the most recent movie that i was as hyped for but still i'm just like i need more new movies so it was last minute i did see that there was like a few tickets that were like at the very top of the movie theater because i'm really picky with my seats so i was like you know what I'm gonna go ahead and get one and let's go ahead and watch this uh and see what I I had to say and plus it's been a while since I'd done the last episode the last one was in October when I was reviewing the uh the Slipknot concert so you know I was like it's time for a new episode and plus it's literally the week before Thanksgiving and I'm just like I'm kind of like in breathing mode uh to just okay I, I have time to record an episode but anywho yes uh we're gonna be diving into the black panther movie and uh for those that are new into this whole review with my podcast uh i usually tend to do the spoiler free version for those that have not seen the movie so i give like a little bit of a background and whatnot and then i'm gonna go ahead and play our little sponsorship I, and then, you know, before we dive into the spoiler version. And in the spoiler version, we're going to be talking about everything that happened in that movie. And then maybe some thoughts and theories of, you know, what happened in there and God knows what. So, yeah. Uh, stay tuned for those that are interested in, you know, listening to the spoiler version. Or you're more than welcome to skip it. I don't know when it's going to start because I can ramble all <laughs> the whole time. But you will see on the, on the little, what is it, summary or... I don't know thinking about the episode you will see him at the bottom of this episode but anywho who I did mention yes it was last minute you know and I was just like well let's see you know I do want to honor Chadwick Boseman and of course you know like uh, the whole franchise as well but um I I will say this and it's it's something that like I want to include it into the spoiler free version because I'm like I was not expecting to cry this much in the movie, you know, because I'm I'm like, whenever, whenever I found out that Stanley passed away, I was like, let me find out. I'm probably going to be bawling my eyes out when I got, when I got to see Endgame. And, you know, I saw him and, you know, I was kind of happy. I was not sad. I was like, hey, look, his, his last cameo or something, you know. So I was like, okay. Alright, you know, maybe whenever they do honor Chadwick, I won't ball as much. But I did, I did shed a tear when I did find out that he passed away, um, while secretly having cancer. So, and, and I'm sure a lot of fans did the same way. And it's like, it's crazy that it's been, what, a year or so? More than, no, it's two years now. Cause he passed away in, in August. So, um, whichever one, like, whichever one, it's been a, it's been a while. So uh we had to honor chadwick boseman so if you guys are interested definitely go watch it and and the reason why i feel like this movie didn't feel that much of a hype too is because you know the background of what was happening in the movie um you know because whenever they did announce black panther 2 uh not i'm I'm pretty sure the plot might have been a little bit similar to this movie except in different circumstances um and i always wonder what the plot would have been And then, um, after finding out that Chadwick, uh, passed away, they, I guess the MCU really just want to continue honoring him and the great work that he left behind when he did Black Panther. Nobody wanted to recast T'Challa. And I still don't understand why that hashtag was still going on. Like, what the hell, man? Um, but at the same time, you know, after he passed away, Uh, The actress that plays Shuri, which is Letitia Letitia, Letitia White, right? It's right. Uh, And uh, whenever she came out and announced that she was anti-vaxxed, you know, a lot of people, whether if it's cancel culture or those that are really, really sensitive on the topic, came out and lashed at her. And I will say this, disclaimer, I really don't like talking about stuff like this, only because, you know... it it gets really political but i will say this i am vaccinated and, you know, literally on my last episode that I recorded and the one before that where, you know, I was reviewing the the Ramstein concert, which I've been pronouncing it wrong. But um, I did have COVID at the time. And the only reason why is because I was exposed to 40,000 people when I went to go see Ramstein in like in San Antonio. So it's like, hey, can you blame me? But COVID still roams around us. And, you know, everybody has their own decisions, whether if they want to get vaccinated or not, because at the end of the day, we have our own opinions, you know. I want to be cautious because technically I am overweight or obese, however people want to pronounce me. I'm a big girl, but it's considered like a risk. And I did ha- I did know somebody who um, passed away with covid so be- or because of covid. So it's like, you know, I'm going to watch out for myself. So everybody has their own opinions now when it came to uh Le- Le Titia, like with her it was more like you know she was po- she was expressing her opinions and a lot of people gave her a ton of backlash because of that opinion and some people who know are probably like boycotting from watching the movie because of that decision and i will say this like um I really don't like it when, whenever, like fans or whoever just decides to boycott just because of a, an actor and actress' uh, decision. Because again, we have. We have a choice to have our own decisions and it's up to us to yam yeah, whether make it public pu- uh, public or private same thing with chadwick Bozeman, you know he decided to leave his condition in a private matter because he didn't want everybody to know or you know worry or give him pity whatever his decision is we will never know but that was his decision you know and the same thing with everybody else because i remember too and the reason why i say this too I remember Chadwick a lot of people were discriminating him because he was getting more and more skinnier, you know, and then look what happened. When I found I, I also didn't notice he was getting skinnier, but for me it was more like a health concern. And I wondered something may be going on with him. But again, you know, we're nobody's gonna force him to spit it out, you know, and and say what's wrong. And same thing with uh with Letitia. Uh with her uh, you know, she had that decision. People are boycotting it, so I don't. I don't even know if it's getting that success. It is getting success, but I don't know if it's not as much as success because of that. And if it wasn't even just her, we also have uh race discrimination or just any kind of discrimination when it came to Tenoch huerta huerta uh who plays no more in this movie and the reason why i say this is because a lot of people were comparing with how um no more was supposed to look like in the comics and people look at Tenoch and they're like wait a second no this is not similar it's not gonna be similar you know um and for me yes i did kind of get a low-key of uh you know offended because i am hispanic and it's like people were just jotting down with you know his race and i'm like what the hell man like i honestly don't understand cancel culture i don't understand the people's point of views and yes again at the end of the day yes we do have a right for our own opinion but make it like make it have a rational uh backup or whatever it is statement whatever it is as long as it's like valid yeah sure but i'm like we're talking about a movie you know like it's fictional not everything's gonna be perfect because at the end of the day i'm pretty sure when people make like books into movies not everything that was said in the book is gonna be in the movie and i i get it people have their own opinions and all of that i'm gonna say it over and over again because everybody has a different perspective not all of us have the similar things that we all think alike no we're all different we all have different brains we all have different we were raised differently so yes i understand but at the same time makes sense when you're saying something you know but anywho we'll go ahead and disregard all of that and i'm just praying and hoping that if you guys have not seen this movie please watch it just you know if you are a fan of the mcu you're a fan of the franchise or chadwick bozeman or whoever else is a part of this movie definitely go watch it don't just boycott it just because of somebody else's opinion or because of cancel culture just come on you like they don't control you you control yourself so there's that but anywho let's go ahead and dive into the spoiler free version of this movie now um again What I like to do with the spoiler-free version, I like to talk about, uh, like, what are the Rotten Tomato scores and the audience score. Because I either choose one of them, neither of them, or, you know, I choose my own thought. Like, for example, let's say, Venom Let There Be Carnage, the second Venom movie that one was one of my favorites i don't know if it uh, because i think there's another movie that dethroned it and i want to say it probably was thor thor had a lot of bad reviews and i liked it i didn't care what the what the score says but i did agree with one of them but still let's dive into the rotten tomato score and then this is of as of today sunday november the 13th and again if you're what if you're watching this on my on my youtube channel i know this this episode gets uploaded really really late just listen to it to another platform you know there's so many platforms this this podcast is available we're finally available on amazon that's really good so there's that Uh, so yeah definitely listen to elsewhere instead of youtube but anywho for rotten tomato scores uh for right as of right now on sunday we currently or black panther currently has an 84 percent which is considered certified fresh so it's good i mean it's not as high but still it's good enough however the audience score says otherwise at a 95 percent meaning that that was like amazing and you need to watch it because movie critics are uh movie critics opinion is so much different than audience and i probably will say like which one i agree before diving into the spoiler version but um i do want to say the thing that kind of favors most through the audience score is and maybe even the critic score um and i leave this in the spoiler free version because yes they do um they do like an honor of chadwick boseman in the beginning and the end of the movie and i was not expecting to crawl like to crawl to ball like like an insane person again whenever i know that stan lee died i didn't shed that much of a tear but when i found out when chadwick boseman died you know um because of his thing with cancer like yeah it it came to a shock to all of us but i did shed a tear i was not expecting to like cry so much at a movie theater like I and yes, I do cry at movie theaters but this one was like oh man like I was like what the fuck man what's going on with me like I'm over there just letting all those tears go they um if you guys have seen a video on tiktok like i'm pretty sure some people say oh this is what they're gonna put in the movie and then they have the the new song that rihanna released to go with this movie they don't do that they put a moment of silence and i shit you not even though my movie theater kind of did suck the one that i went to because they were making noise throughout the movie when the when they were doing the moment of silence everybody was silent you know if 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 you were with me and you heard some people sniffling you know going that was me i'm sorry but i could not help like just seeing that yeah like he's not here anymore and he and chadwick boseman did leave an amazing legacy he left t'challa like the way how it is and it's it's wow and i'm so sad i actually rewatched black panther the first one uh today while i was at work and i was like this is Beautiful, you know, like I, I can't see it anymore the same way. Like I remember when I first found out that he passed away, I rewatched Black Panther once again. But I, I, it didn't hit home until after I watched this movie. That if you rewatch Black Panther now, you you want to start bawling because it's it's crazy that he's not here anymore, died so young. But anywho, we rem- we remember the late Chadwick Bozeman and so. When when you see that, you just want to say, "Wakanda forever, rest in power, uh, Chad, uh, Chadwick and T'Challa." So, anywho, I wanted to say that, and then let's go ahead and talk about the movie, okay? So, anywho, I'm uh, and I want to put this in, in a perspective of a student that is currently taking intercultural classes, and I'm talking about myself. And the reason why is because I really do like this movie. Because we get to see two different cultures collide. And what I mean by that is we see the African culture, even African-American if you want to include that too. But we see the African culture collide with the indigenous slash Aztec slash Mayan culture that it is that, you know, came from Hispanics. And I love that amazing clash because... You know, me as a Hispanic who also grew up in a in a black neighborhood, I was like, wow, (laughs) I'm I'm really invested in this. Um we get to see both of you know Namur and Shuri. Well, we already seen Shuri's background with, you know, the first Black Panther and in this one. But we get to see how Namor became Namur. And um the thing that I love about this is because, you know, and I really didn't want to say it in the spoiler free version but like you get to learn so much of that that indigenous part like whether if it's in like again if it's underwater if it's you know on the ground i really love it when people just be exposed to that and then especially the way how it's being introduced into a black movie it's like hey you know don't just learn like we're not just gonna go ahead and portray one culture might as well go ahead and do it with both and you get to see the communication between these people and i really really love that so um this kind of like for those that are taking an intro cultural class this movie's it you better start like doing an a lot and then uh, if you're doing an analysis paper this movie's it for you <laughs> now um the thing i really love even more about this movie is that i want to go ahead be one of the one of the many people that is literally nominating angela bassett for an oscar nomination for her portrayal of ramonda because sweet jesus she literally made her look like the queen that she is the way how she had her pose her 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 what do you call it her stance her her attitude the way how she was literally made me want to like bow kneel for her even though she she was on the screen i still wanted to kneel my knees were weak and i was sitting down like oh my god when i tell you that acting was so like and when I say crisp, it's like chest kiss. It's beautiful. Like, oh my god. Like, when, when you know, Angela or, you know, Ramonda speaking throughout, like, these scenes. It's so much power. Very strong. And that's what I love about that is that she really did show what a strong, independent woman can do. Because if you guys have not seen Black Panther 2, you get to see that, obviously, Ramonda is a widow. And so, um so whenever she's like the way how she is it's like yeah i don't need no man i can fight my own battles and yes she does it's so beautiful and, and that's how in a way it's starting like you're getting that and that's why i'm like ugh beautiful uh, literally i uh, and it's like she can she can get the oscars she can get every every award if there was a a, a nomination for best queen moment this will be it honestly angela bassett Oh, you blow me away like always y'all yes, squeeze <laughs> but um and, and i don't just want to you know put major props to just uh angela bassett of course i also want to put major bra uh, major props to also Tenocht and letitia because like these are big roles these are big shoes to fill and for letitia it was more pressure for her because she's following the steps per, from uh you know chadwick Bozeman. and then tenonch is like i guess people some people would say he's a rookie uh some people would just say he's new to the franchise and honestly i like, the man literally did an amazing job um i remember there uh because at my job because i work at a radio station too um Donchetto which because you know that's one of the people that that technically I work for or whatever um he was interviewing Tenoch and then you know they were doing the the interview of how like excited he was to be a part of the movie and like what were the things that were very challenging for him and you know same thing it's like this is like in the way of the big leagues and you know he's really grateful to have the opportunity to be able to be a part of that and now it's like were fine like they finally have a really great hispanic character in that and in, in the mcu even though it's kind of like in a villain for those that have seen the trailer it's more in the villain side but still it's good enough to show people like hey we're there now too and and in this kind of movie you know um but the way how they did an amazing job like it, it showed also like in the characters that you know they were portraying with shuri and Namor. i really do love how there was this not connection but like that even though they were kind of like in the opposite sides there was still a sense of respect and you see that that respect that you know that it's like let's go ahead and have a proper communications and i love that because i'm a communications major but it's like let's have a respect where we can communicate with each other and see how we can negotiate and both of us can end up happy and i really love that excuse me so again at this point my freaking i was like man give me another assignment for my communications class let me go ahead and put this as as one of my final papers now hold up (laughs) but anywho i really really do love that how they did that and um i do want to say uh before i keep going further and further uh for those that are wondering who have not seen the movie for those that are wondering if there's a credits and like an end credit scene uh there is only one so you know it's the one where we usually have like the the more pretty credit scene uh, credit uh post credit scenes but like um at the very very end it's just a statement, so there's really not much for you guys to stay if you want to stay um if if not you're more than welcome to leave and just look it up on the internet to see what was it <laughs> what was uh what was being shown on those uh on that credit scene. But anywho, yes, we were introduced to a bunch of characters and there were some that did make, you know, a comeback. So if you guys are not, if you guys have not seen Black Panther 1, definitely go do that before you watch this one. Because it kind of follows the events of, you know, what happened in the first one. And you start to understand, wait a second, okay, never mind. Like, you know, because if you were to dive in into Wakanda Forever without watching Black Panther 1, you might be a little bit confused on certain scenes just certain scenes i will say that and um and honestly like uh i do want to also say and i want to i think it's like two things i want to say before i go into the spoiler version yeah already uh i don't know if you guys knew but fun fact a lot of people uh, were giving a big debate especially before the movie came out if namur was a copycat of Aquaman, DC's Aquaman and uh, I want to say IGN was the first one to kind of like dive into that even more but it turns out the Namor was or you know the character Namor was introduced to the Marvel comics way before DC even created Aquaman so if anything Namor was an inspiration of Aquaman so there's that and you know the more you learn about Namor it's like eh kind of similar to aquaman but not as much but there's that if you guys are wondering because yes it does give you aquaman buys but you gotta understand it's two different two different universes unless unless if there's one day because if you think about it, there's so many places here, like Capitalist America always has a competitor for each of its own. Like, Walmart, we got Walgreens, we got CBS, we got Waterburger we got In-N-Out, we got Marvel, we got DC. So, um, so if, if, if anything, like, you know, if there was ever, ever a time where competitors can collide, like, you know, AEW and New World Japan, or New Japan Pro Wrestling, like Forbidden Door. There was a chance to uh, to collide. Heck yeah, you know, that would have been awesome. I would love to see No More go up against Aquaman. Or, you know, I would love to see Teno Chawarta with, <laughs> with uh, Jason Momoa. Which, by the way, uh, before I wrap this, the, spoiler, the spoiler-free verse <laughs> who got to see that ass? I know I did. <laughs> but anywho. Um, and then obviously I'm going to go ahead and uh, really end it really quick before we get to the spoiler version. With a question for uh, for those that are listening. And this is probably available on the Spotify. If you guys are listening to other platforms, you're more than welcome to tweet me on my social media. Which is it's Lylers on both uh, Twitter and on Instagram. If you guys, <laughs> I'm also trying to get on TikTok. So if you guys want to follow that, uh, it's on lylers. Lyler's on TikTok. But the question I have for you guys is, can Black Panther succeed with a third movie? Now this one is a little bit tricky because we if you guys have seen the this movie and we're about to dive into the spoiler version, it's like, is a third movie necessary or is it okay to just go ahead and close the chapter on this book and don't open it again after that? Who knows? But yeah, um, and I will admit, uh, after you know watching this movie, I will say I do agree with it a little bit more on the audience score than the Rotten Tomatoes, only because of the acting, the way how it was, the storyline itself, uh, it was it was interesting. I'm not gonna lie, it was a it was a really good connection on there, but I felt like I, there was a few little minor issues, whether if it's the CGI or if it was the you know like let me breathe and recover no we're jumping into the next scene and the next scene and i'm like you know but we're gonna be talking more about that on the spoiler version for sure so we're gonna go ahead and dive into that but first a word from our sponsors Welcome back. And now we're gonna go ahead and dive into the spoiler version of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now, if you guys have not seen the movie, this is your spoiler warning. And if you guys just want to come back, watch it, and then come back over here, you're more than welcome to do so. So spoiler warning in three, two, one. Okay. Who cried? Who cried? I'm telling you, who who cried? who cried so much uh when watching that little moment of silence not only at the beginning but also at the end and then the whole ritual i i think i start i didn't start crying once the movie started like because you know there were they literally connected the 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 same thing that happened with chadwick is the same thing that happened to chala in this uh in this movie um, the only thing is that I didn't cry as much when, you know, they said, oh, or, you know, uh, Ramonda said, told Shori like, okay, your, your brother's gone. He's with the ancestors, this, this, and that. I didn't cry as much until they started doing the little ritual. And yes, the ritual is supposed to be like a celebration. Like they're finally, you know, with, with Bost and I forgot the other God that they, you know, they believe in um and it's like a celebration but but, you know you also get to see like the the pain that both shuri and ramonda and okoye and everybody like all the dora menage like they're all going through because of the loss of a king you know the the loss of the symbol that was supposed to be the hope of wakanda it was that's when i started crying and then they did the moment of silence and that was the nail in the coffin for my heart i was like how dare y'all do this to me like i i honestly i was not expecting to cry that much for for you know for chadwick like you know, I won't say like I'm a huge, huge fan. Like I love his, I love his portrayals in other movies, not just you know, um, you know, in Black Panther. I got to see 21 Guns one time, and um, or not 21 Guns. I think it was 21 Bridges. <laughs> uh, and that one I was like, Chadwick <laughs> man. And then I also got to see. Uh, if you guys have not, uh, if you have access to uh, HBO Max. Uh, there was, there's a show, and I think it has to do with Barber, I don't know if it's called Barbershop, but it's the one with, uh, the, that James Harden produced. And one of the episodes, you see Chadwick, and they actually honor him, because it was, like, I think a few, not too long before he passed away, they, they were doing an interview with, with a bunch of other celebrities, you know, while, you know, getting their, haircut whatever it is that they're doing and i was like definitely check that out it was pretty it was a pretty nice thing to just watch and it kind of you know felt sad that yeah this this guy passed away and it's like he left a big impact not only not only in the black community but also in other other and other races too and also you know just everywhere in the whole world he was he he was a really good person i'm i'm sure of it in, in real life but i did cry and i was just like what do i do you know i'm like i'm supposed to like process this and i'm like i don't know what how to react but then later on the in the movie it's like you know we we had our moment and now we get into the movie and you start forgetting like wait i wonder what what t'challa would do they do mention him here and there but it's like you're more like well me personally like i was more focused into the movie itself and the storyline it was pretty pretty much interesting um but speaking of mentioning they mentioned you know t'challa uh more and of course i was like over here wondering i don't know if because whenever i watch a movie i do really need subtitles because i have hard hearing so it's like really hard to understand what they're trying to say or like what they're saying But throughout the whole movie, I couldn't help but to wonder... They didn't mention T'Chaka as much. And if you guys do not know who T'Chaka is, what the hell are you doing? But still, they didn't mention the dad most of the movie. Like, of course, they mentioned him uh, in the first Black Panther. But in this one, it was more like, you know, T'Challa and obviously i was not expecting ramonda to be dying over here on me like my my queen literally i'm i'm over here in the moments of worshiping from head to toe and by the moment i look up she's on the floor and i'm like my queen what the fuck you know like that like i was not expecting that and honestly i'm like damn shuri like my poor girl she really went through it like she lost her dad which i mean again they don't mention that a brother and mom and it's like you know it's like what the hell but yeah they don't mention t'chaka what the fuck now uh, i will say this i was not expecting for killmonger to make a comeback and then michael B. jordan just coming in looking like sup cuz i was like you fucking you know and uh but i was i was really glad that they actually brought him honestly though i'm not gonna lie i wish they they did show something cgi thing with chadwick at least coming back as t'challa but no we didn't um unfortunately we didn't but hey Michael B. Jordan, sure. Let's go ahead and get Killmonger on here, and it's it it makes a lot of sense on why he would be the one that Shuri will see before she becomes the Black Panther. Um, and so like I was just like, okay, well, I see why she's doing it is because she, yeah, her her emotions are getting the best out of her, and again, everybody's different, and she says it too. She is not her brother, and so it's more like she is willing to avenge her mother's death by all means necessary and so with Namor doing all of that it's like be careful what you wish for because yeah she will be coming over here all feisty and trying to kill you and whatnot so um i don't know like that that was pretty interesting for me to see also i don't know if a lot of people agree with Shuri being uh the the next Black Panther. I mean it was expected because it's also in the comics. Um but there were some theories out there that people wanted Ramonda to be the the next uh Black Panther but I'm like mm, you know I was like they need somebody young and whatnot so I'm I'm just gonna say that. But um besides the sad parts you know on there I will want to say the the little let's lighten up the mood kind of moment in here. I really did like those little funny moments that they still had to lighten up people because, you know, we're going through so many emotions. You know, obviously the, the Dora Minaj, Minaje... Minaje? Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, they, they have their little sense of humor here and there, especially Okoye, you know, with the whole... Um, you know, I'm not wearing that thing because it's all ugly like this new outfit that they were trying to build for her or you know It's like, uh, what do you call it? Like she was wearing the wrong shade of color and that kind of offended her <laughs> and she was like ready to kill and whatnot But nothing takes the cake until M'Baku literally starts opening his mouth Pinche gray gorilla, I swear Yes, I'm Hispanic. I will start saying a few things here and there in Spanish But still Pinche gorilla, I swear to God, the way how he just literally had to roast Okoye on there in front of the elders and whatnot, where he was like calling her a bald head demon. I was like on the floor after that. I was on the floor dying. Like this man, uh, I swear, Winston Duke never, never ki- Like oh, like what do you call it? He never kills the scene. He always brightens up. And and it's crazy because like. The way how his character, like M'Baku's character is. It's like he's serious but he still want to be funny. Same thing how it was in the first Black Panther. Like I really love it like uh, whenever T'Challa was like asking M'Baku for some help. And he was like, oh that sounds nice. But no. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I love it. I love uh, M'Baku on there. Uh, But also I do want to praise like on that one particular scene when I just mentioned the whole Spanish thing. I want to praise, uh, Lupita or, you know, Nakia, you know, who portrays, uh, Nakia doing this whole scene with this, uh, Hispanic lady all in Spanish. Like, oh my God, the fact of, and, and for those who do not know, uh, Lupita New, boy, I, I don't even know how to pronounce her last name and I'm not even going to bother butchering it. So I'm so sorry. But, um, if you guys do not know, she is actually, she was actually born in Mexico city. So, uh, her parents, obviously, I think they're from, they are from Africa, but they came over there, um, and started a new life. I want to say, I don't know most of her biography, but I just know that, yeah, she came from Mexico. So she obviously knows how to speak Spanish. But for me, it's like, there's this thing I kind of do not like when people speak Spanish is that they really don't <laughs> like, they talk about the, like they talk it, but they butcher it. Rupita literally just freaking said it like it, like when she was talking in Spanish, that Spanish was perfect. It was beautiful, and then the fact that she was talking to the señora like that, like nothing. I was like, madre, this is this is amazing," you know, like and I loved it. I was there, like, and and the fact that they had the subtitles too the reason why I say this is because if you guys have not paid attention to other movies, most of the times when it comes to like speaking in other languages, they do tend to jump back and forth. Same thing with, you know, like uh, black Panther, like in the first one. And even on this one, you know, you go back to, uh, I think it's called, Osa, Osa? uh, that's the language that they speak. They jump back and forth, but obviously be, you know, for the purpose of the movie. In this particular scene with uh, Nakia and that other lady it was full-blown in Spanish and then they had the subtitles there and I'm just sitting there like oh my god and speaking of Spanish um I also love the 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 background of no more's name and you know and thenacho Huerta also says it like in Spanish perfect Spanish of course where he would say like you know no more basically means no amor or you know sin amor namor uh on there and that's how you know he became his name and um i really did love that whole story in the background of how um namor became like he became himself or like he was born because he did mention he was a mutant and i'm still like i don't know if uh, i don't know if you guys do this but i still do i still tend to get goosebumps every time i hear the word mutant in an mcu movie because i'm still waiting to see the day that we will get to see the x-men in any like Avengers or any other MCU project soon. We already did come we did get the confirmation that Deadpool 3 is coming out and uh Wolverine is gonna be joining, thank god, with Hugh Jackman. I can't wait to see that clash. But still, like every time I still hear the word mutant, I get chills. Like I'm like, oh my god, he's a mutant. And speaking of no more, <laughs> I don't know if y'all had the same impersonation, but I sure as hell I did who else whenever y'all got to see namor's uh flying ankles anybody had thoughts about uh peter pan literally i would love to see this man go up against peter plan peter Pan, peter pan and see who is the fastest flying running person up in the sky so (laughs) we shall see but um Honestly, though, Namor, it, it, like, the way how he was portrayed by Deno, it was amazing. Um, and I really do want to see more of him. For those that do not know, apparently Namor, he's not really the villain in this movie. And I really love that they, you know, like, we get to see that perspective of him. Like, he has something fighting for and i love that because at the end of the day like uh whenever like we were children and i don't know and i'm talking about like millennials maybe gen z i'm not sure uh but even baby boomers like whenever we see a movie we see who the good guy is and the background of a good guy but we never get to under fully understand the background of a villain and so like with new movies that are coming out like for disney specifically like we barely have like maleficent we have um what's the other villain like we have cruella like we're starting to see what made them the villain that they are and when we do see it we start to have a little bit sense of remorse for it in dc uh we have the joker too with joaquin phoenix we got to see that background and it's like oh my god same thing with namur namur is really not the villain in this case because you do understand that he is trying to protect his uh his people under the sea (laughs) under the sea little mermaid reference but still He's trying to protect his people and still be able to make sure he understand that, you know, Riri, and we'll talk about her in a bit, but the quote, scientists needed to be terminated ASAP because she will help these Americans be able to have access to vibranium or whatever it is that they have over there too because it is similar to vibranium or it is again i i needed to watch the movie in subtitles because it was really hard to understand and i'm pretty sure some of you are like well if you didn't sit all the way at the very top maybe you would be hearing better i'm like no i like it because at the end of the day i don't have people in behind me like hitting my seat back and forth because the people just don't know how to respect seats nowadays but anywho I really love uh, understanding like the more side of the story and then still have this proper communication with Shuri where everything is so respectful and this is the same thing I said in the spoiler free version. I wish like most people even in real life have a discussion where they can negotiate peacefully instead of having the ego take over and it's like no you don't agree with me therefore you must die which eventually we do get to see that in Black Panther however it was all because of, you know, like, I guess, I, I, I'm not saying that Kia was to be the one be, to be blamed because she did kill some of Namor's people. But still, it was more like if there was more proper communication, maybe all of this wouldn't happen. But at the end of the day, it's a movie and it's for our entertainment purposes only. Ugh. But anyway, <laughs> um, but I really, really like that. I really love that bond that they had. And then later on in the movie, they they had the sense of respect of you know that even though No More Shuri's mom, it's like, no, I get it. I understand. Like we have to do it. And it's the same way how T'Challa did it in the first Black Panther movie. Or wasn't it? no? It was in Civil War. Uh, in Civil War uh he literally spared the life of zemo because zemo was the one that killed his dad and you know we we do get to see that same backlash go up against on shuri which um i i don't know if it was killmonger i can't remember if it was killmonger or, or yeah it was killmonger where it's like you're really gonna let this person you know uh walk away just like your brother and you know Shuri was like i'm nothing like my brother in the beginning you know of course uh, before she became Black Mirror, she was already becoming Black Panther. It's like, she's nothing like her brother because he was a noble man. And then, you know, Ramonda is talking sense spiritually to show you that says, no, you are noble. You're better than this. Show him, like show more that you're better than this. And I love it. I love that. But anywho, I, lo- I um, what do you call it? Other, like how I was I mentioned just now, we were also going to talk about Riri Williams. We, we did get the confirmation that we were finally going to get Ironheart into, introduced into the MCU with this movie. And so we got to see Riri, and, which is so funny. Like When we get to see her, yes, she's cool and everything. But I noticed that she was attending school at MIT. And I'm just like, where is Peter Parker? Where is Tom Holland in this movie? I want to see, you know, but... Oh man, if only uh next next thing, you know, I'm going to rewatch it and I'm going to start looking and, and trying to see if I can spot Peter Parker somewhere in there. But that that would have been a weird coincidence or just anybody from MIT. Uh depending when when the timeline this is all going on, you know, who knows if we would have bumped into Flash Gordon, uh you know, or or whoever uh Ned or um MJ at that and and if I'm not mistaken, I think they're I I don't know if they're making a show. Like, if they're making a series for Ironheart. Or if they're just gonna do, like, a whole movie out of her. But I need something. I need something Spider-Man related in there. Because, yeah, she was attending MIT. So, there's that. (laughs) But we got introduced to her. And so, I'm like, she she really did a good job. I just wish there was more connection into the whole uh, Stark legacy. Like, you know, Tony Stark. But, oh, well, it's a movie at the end of the day. Um... And I also want to touch base into the whole Okoya's outfit. I'm not going to lie. That outfit gave me Predator vibes. Like, it was like, I I, I don't know if the 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 way how the face was. It was, you know, Avatar slash the, what is it called? The, the sea monster from... Uh, it was a seal No, I can't remember the, the Guillermo del Toro movie. But it's the one that came out in Hellboy. I forgot his name. But you know which one I'm talking about. So it was like a mixture of that and Predator. All combined into this blue little outfit that they made for Okoye. And I, yeah, I guess I, I agree. I kind of agree with her on that one. It was a little bit ugly. But hey, you know. It is what it is. But that, that outfit gave me Predator vibes. Uh, but... Speaking of Okoye, that fight scene that she had with Atuma, I want to say that's his name, Atuma, that shit was awesome. It's like this woman is like, this is equal right like it's an equal rights fight in a way like it it even before like before the main big the main big fight that they were doing like you know when she when she had her spear when she was still a general before getting stripped down into that uh stripped out of her uh title like that scene this woman fought hard to make sure both Shuri and Riri were safe she like she literally said at any means necessary and unfortunately obviously she got stripped from her general title but still she's like no I'm gonna make a comeback I'm like this isn't over and then pincha Tuma too is like warrior you know whatever uh it's like come on fight me still beautiful like I was like the like I was like if anything I could watch this fight for another five more minutes but I'm pretty sure other people would get bored but that fight was beautiful. It took it like the fight th- that that Shuri had with No More, nothing compared to compared to Okoye and Atuma, honestly. Now, uh, another thing I also want to touch base in this spoiler version of of Wakanda. What the hell is Valentina cooking up up her sleeve? Because we already we already seen her. We were first introduced to Valentina on. Um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, not Falcon, Captain America. And that was when she was recruiting uh, knockoff Captain America. But then we also got to see her on Hawkeye during Hawkeye or actually not, not Hawkeye, my bad. Well, I think we also did see her on there, but we got to see her at the end credit scenes of Black Widow and so we we saw her on there and trying to recruit yelena and now we get to see her in this movie and i'm just like is she like uh, and a lot of people are assuming that she's doing the dark avengers and i'm just like let me find out but at the same time i'm like i don't think we're gonna have that maybe maybe in secret invasion maybe But I I highly doubt in these new upcoming Avengers movies, it it probably has nothing to do with it, or maybe it does whenever they're going up against Kang. If you guys have not followed any of those announcements on, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, please catch up onto it, please, because it's amazing. Like, I'm kind of hyped for that one, especially for Kang. But yeah, what is she doing? For you guys that might know, tweet me on Twitter or wherever you guys want to let me know on that one. But anywho, uh, other than that, let's go ahead and talk about the end credit scenes before we start, you know, wrapping up the, the episode now, but the end credits that we got, I was not expecting like I was barely trying to like, you know, recover from the second moment of silence that we got from, you know, both T'Challa and Chadwick, which again, I'm still trying to process that. But I was not expecting that freaking Nakia was pregnant and, with the child of T'Challa. And now we have the next uh, T'Challa. Uh, what do you call it? I You know what I mean. Like, just the, the line of succession. There we go. It's still going to keep going. And, and it's the new generation of, you know, the superheroes, obviously. But I was not expecting for them to introduce, <laughs> like, now already. And, um, and the thing is that, like, whenever I got to see, and his name is Toussaint, I want to say, or Toussaint, I can't remember. Um, when he was talking, I still got, like, I got resemblance of both T'Challa and maybe Chadwick, and I even wondered, I'm like, did Chadwick have kids? I can't even remember if he did. But, like, the way how he was talking, like, you know, the actor who was playing, you know, Toussaint or Toussaint. Um it, it still like sounded like T'Challa and I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I'm sure. I was like you know, I'm like bollied over there and I'm like I can't wait to see you grow up. But it was beautiful and, and I'm like I can't believe Shuri wasn't the only the only person or I'm pretty sure other people they were in the dark about it and you know I mean it did make sense. Nakia did say, you know, it's like let him be away from all of that. And Ramondo was the only one that or again i don't know if she was the only one but you know she knew that you know she had like t'challa had a son and so hopefully we get to see more of him and and again for those that that saw the very very end of the post-credit scenes uh they did make the statement that black panther will be returning turning uh meaning that either shuri or the mantle black panther is going to be coming back either in a next project of you know the mcu or or they're going to make a third Black Panther movie. And that's why I, ca- I asked that question. Will Black Panther be able to succeed with a third movie? It's a, it's really iffy because you could close the chapter right now. Because, you know, I don't know if... It, with, with the way how everything is with the boycott, the backlash and everything. I don't know if people are going to still continue uh, watching Black Panther because of the actress. But I still believe, yes, we can still be able to watch black panther still continue honoring chadwick and still support this movie because at the end of the day this movie the first one and the second one is changing a lot of people's lives especially in the black community so it it, it's really good that they're doing it and and again like i don't think people should just stop watching a movie just because other people can't disagree on it if if you watch it just for your own satisfaction trust me you will love it i loved it i definitely do agree with the audience score like it's it's perfect to watch it and to pass time and then you know get a little bit emotional here and there um but i i really loved it i love this movie i definitely will love to watch it again if i have the opportunity to do so and then hopefully pay attention more and see what's really really going on because i have hard hearing but still I really did like this movie and I really did enjoy talking about it and, and you know, remembering, I w- like, again, remember, I was not expecting to watch this movie. It was like last minute decision and I'm so glad I did. I really did. So I really, I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. I know I did just reviewing these movies and we will see when the next one will come up. But I will say this is going to be soon because school is almost over. But yes, I will talk to you guys on the next one you. <laughs>